Welcome to the Let's Kill It podcast. I'm Janice T, former corporate dropout turned full-time entrepreneur, creator, and lifelong learner. Every single week, I bring you mindset hacks and personal growth tips inspired by real stories and experiences. So if you're an inspiring entrepreneur, entrepreneur, online content creator, or someone who is really looking to grow your business or career and level up your life, well, you're in the right place. Thanks for spending some time with me today and let the good stuff begin. This is insane because I know so many people who are insanely talented who are so creative and whose IQs are way higher than mine. Yet many of these individuals that I know, they have also started their entrepreneurship journey and somehow things just didn't quite work out and they quit. And you know, others are peers in the entrepreneurship space who have somehow just along the years, in these few years, just disappeared quietly. So why do these people fail? And why do these people disappear? And why do their businesses not work out despite having the raw materials, which is like the brains, the creativity that were necessary to succeed? And that is why today's topic is so fascinating for me because we want to talk about the number one reason why most entrepreneurs fail, give up, or disappear completely. And it's not really the number one reason. I couldn't really narrow it down to one, but I did narrow it down to four based on personal observation. And conversely, as you think about this, you want to bear in mind that the flip side of each of this is the very reason why people succeed as well, right? So we're going to dive into these top four reasons why most entrepreneurs fail, give up, or disappear completely. And the first thing is the underestimation of the cost. And by this, I mean that people who start businesses or entrepreneurship, a lot of the times, they severely underestimate just how much time and effort and money it takes to actually achieve success. They also underestimate the real cost of what it takes to really transform an idea in your head into an actual profitable business. And, you know, there's so many examples from, you know, having to ration meals at the start, saying no to social activities because you don't want to spend that time or money because you're busy spending time on your business and, you know, not going out means you can save some money and that buys you runway time for your business to work. Not just because of of time itself, right? But also because of the cost associated with that, you know, um, You know, for example, having to move back to your parent home, saying no to alcohol and coffee. Um, You only eat home-cooked meals to reduce costs. You take up a random side hustle to keep yourself going. I could go on and on and on. And these are just some of the very unsexy, very boring, very uncool things that are part of the cost that sometimes people pay in order to pursue something that they really want right? And all of these uncool things, you know, saying no to social activities, really having to ration what you eat, and, you know, even changing your location of where you stay, um, all of these things, right? They're not appealing. You know, they're not sexy. 
And you don't do this just for three days. You do it again and again and again and again for weeks, for months, and even for years until you hit the goal that you're able to achieve. And most people are just not willing to do that. And that's why they give up. You know, so many people, they just underestimate the the true cost of actually being able to build to create, and to continue to run a real profitable business. And, you know, once people realize the true cost of it, it's not that they can't do it, but it's that they realize that, you know what, I'm not willing to pay the price. And they either give up or they just disappear. And I feel like this is the number one reason why most entrepreneurs fail, give up, or they just you know, don't exist anymore. It's not because they can't do it. It's because they weren't prepared. They underestimated the true cost of what building a business actually takes. And when they realize it, they're like, no, you know what? Actually, this is not for me. So I'm just gonna go. So that's one. Underestimation of the true cost of running a business. Number two is lack of grit. A lot of people, and this is very natural, are just simply not willing to suffer through long periods of time under extreme pain with results that aren't yet visible. And often, this means that people call it quits before they're even able to see their work potentially come to fruition. But there's also an empowering view that I like to view this from, which is that the concept of the top and most successful people in the world having this one trait, which is grit or persistence or consistency in common is actually great news for the rest of those who actually are willing to commit to doing whatever it takes. Because if this were true, it is literally so empowering because it means that Literally anyone can succeed and that being at the top is truly reachable, is within reach for those who really want it because it's something that we can control. We can't control our parents' background. We can't control the home that we grew up in. We can't control our IQ that we were born with. We can't really control how we look, at least to a certain degree, right? But we, what we can control is how long we want to hang in there, how long we want to endure difficult times, how long we can hang in there for long periods of time under extreme pain, even though we don't see results yet, without giving up. And this is so powerful because this literally means that the top ingredient for success is reachable and achievable for anyone who is willing to do it. And I find it so incredibly motivating and empowering because a lot of people feel like, you know what? I wasn't born in the right place. You know what? My parents weren't business people. You know what? I have no other friends around to me who are in business or entrepreneurship. And you know what? No one taught me to do this. I literally do not know what to do. You know what? I don't have the right support system around me. You know what? I look to this or that. 
And all of that's irrelevant because there's so many kinds of founders in the world who've created mega successful businesses, and they all come from different backgrounds. But the one thing that they do have in common is grit. And so, as much as it is the case that the people who disappear, the people who quit, the businesses that fail, the number one of the top reasons is that they lack grit. The flip side is also true. In that the most successful people have grit more than anything else, which means that if you do have grit, it's entirely possible for you to be super super successful if you're willing to push through with it, and regardless of your background, regardless of your family environment, regardless of all of that, it's possible for you to reach super high levels of extraordinary success as long as you have grit. And I find that a very Motivating and powerful perspective. Okay, so the third reason why some people give up, fail, or just disappear entirely is self belief or the lack thereof. Which means that these people who give up, they don't really believe that they can do it, and it shows. Therefore, others. You know their clients, their partners, their collaborators, their potential clients. When they don't believe that they can do it, and it shows, others obviously also can feel it and see it, and don't believe that they can do it. So there really are two types of entrepreneurs out there. One is that they have a dream, but they don't believe that they are the individual that can make their dreams happen. Right, like. They have a dream, but they just don't think that they can do it. And people can feel the lack of confidence. People can feel the lack of self-belief, right? And therefore, people struggle to buy into them. The second kind of entrepreneur is that they they don't even have a dream, and they know that they are purely working to pay their bills instead of actually serving, actually adding value to their customers or clients, which feels very selfish. And they kind of know that oh, I'm just doing this for money, and it makes them actually lose belief in themselves because now they don't feel like they're doing something good, right? They they don't feel like they're doing something good. So on this topic of self belief is actually really interesting because in both cases people will give up. You give up because. You have a dream, and this is really a great idea, and you fully buy into it. But you just don't think you're capable of doing it. You don't buy into yourself, and therefore people can't buy into you. And then you don't get the results, and then you quit, or you don't even have a bigger goal. You don't even have a big bigger dream. You're doing this purely for money, and it feels like really crappy, which makes you feel crappy, and which makes you show up with not the greatest energy, and people can feel it. So they also don't buy into you, and then you also quit, right? So self belief is not just belief in yourself; it's belief in yourself and what you're doing, right? And on the flip side, obviously, this is a little bit on a side note、um, on this point of self belief and even grit. But I recently heard this really interesting point in an Alex Homozy interview. That said, some of the common points of the top billionaires in the world, they have three things in common, and I found this so fascinating. They have 
number one superiority complex for no reason. Like they just think that you know I am meant to be better than everybody else. <laughs> so it's weird. They have this superiority complex, and the second thing they have is this deep sense of insecurity. Like oh my god, I'm like literally not good enough. Which is kind of conflicting with the first point because first they think that they're better than everyone else, and then two they have this deep sense of insecurity, which is like I'm not good enough. This is not good enough, right?、Uh, which probably keeps them really, really working super hard. And then the third thing that they have is the ability to stay focused on their goal without di- getting distracted for a long period of time, which is. I think the thing that a lot of people cannot do is the ability to stay focused on your goal without getting distracted for a long period of time, and that kind of ties into my points on self belief and also grit. Right. So we talked about the kind of people who give up, the businesses that don't make it, what type of people they are, and how that ends up with people not buying into them. And how they don't get the results they want, and therefore they drop the business. On the flip side, the people who actually do make it and who become uber successful, they have superiority complex, a deep sense of insecurity, and also the ability to stay focused on their goal for a long period of time. Probably because they feel like if there's anyone who can do it, it's me. But yet their deep sense of security is saying, "But I'm not good enough." But if there's anyone who can do it, it would be me. But yet, I'm still not good enough. Therefore, I have to work harder. Let me stay focused on this for a long period of time. And all these three things combined together is really a winning formula because you don't let your mental drama, your mindset drama, stop you by saying I'm not good enough. Because you have that superiority complex where it's like, but if anyone can do it, it would be me. So, if I'm the most likely candidate that can do this, even though I'm still not good enough. Let me then work super hard and stay focused on this for a long period of time. Because if there's anyone who can do it, it would be me. And the ability to stay focused because of this sense of belief in themselves over time that just puts them in a very very favorable favorable position to receive success because they they put in the work for putting themselves in a favorable position to then receive the success that they have. Right, so that's number three on self belief. Now, the fourth thing that I want to talk about that、um, I feel personally could be a very strong reason why some businesses disappear or some founders just give up is warranted imposter syndrome. Okay, and I don't really mean imposter syndrome in this case, which is why I was very clear to add warranted imposter syndrome. So. What do I mean by this? This isn't unwarranted imposter syndrome, but rather real imposter feelings because these people know that they really are imposters. This applies to entrepreneurs who don't really invest in themselves. They don't really invest in their skills. They don't really improve in bettering their skills and their knowledge, and they know that they are overselling what they offer. And therefore, no matter how good their marketing is, they kind of know that they are just a scam or a fraud, or it feels a bit dishonest. And they feel like deep down inside, I kind of know that what I'm selling is not that great. And it's literally the worst feeling because you can't live with yourself, and you are very likely to experience this 
high level of anxiousness and stress that you are unable to shake because you know that you're not spending the time to actually get skills. You're just selling the same thing over and over again and you know it's not that good and yet you're not investing in anything to make it better. So you're always anxious. You're always stressed that people won't buy what you have to offer because you yourself probably wouldn't buy what you had to offer. So why would other people? So you're constantly being afraid of people replacing you because what if someone else actually makes it a better product than me, a better offer than me, a better service than me since I'm not doing anything to make it better, right? You're constantly living in that fear of someone outshining you, replacing you, or living in that fear of like being exposed for what you really are, which is something not that great. And that's not a good place to live in. That's not a good place to exist in, right? Because a truly skilled chef would never be afraid of people exposing him, of people copying him, of people putting him out of the game. Because if he were exposed, he could prove himself. He could prove that, hey, you know what? Like, my skills really are this good. I can cook you a meal right now on the spot. If you were copied, he could invent an even better menu because the creative items on the menu came from his head anyway. He has the raw skills, the real skills to form a fantastic menu and he knows it. So he's not afraid. He's not anxious that anyone's going to kick him out of his game. If he were to allow someone to copy him and then outshine him, he would not be a real chef. Because if he had skills, he would be able to reinvent himself even if he were copied. And if he were exposed, he would be able to back that expose by showing how good his skills actually are. So he would never be afraid of someone calling him out because he can back himself by someone copying him because he can create something even better or by anyone putting him out of the game because he wouldn't even allow himself to get there. So that's out of the question. And when it comes to imposter syndrome and lack of confidence, there is truly nothing that can give you more confidence and remove more imposter syndrome than proving to yourself, first and foremost, that you actually are that good. And the only way you can do that is to literally show yourself by empirical evidence with heart skills and heart results that yes, actually, I am this good. And when you build your skill set, when you invest in yourself, when you actually are able to prove to yourself first and foremost, that kind of confidence is unbeatable. Because it's not confidence that you made up in your head. It's not confidence by patting yourself on the back and telling yourself, oh, I'm amazing. No, it's confidence that comes from cold, hard facts and empirical evidence that you can see. I literally am a good chef because Look at this great menu I created. Look at, look at my booked out restaurant. Look at the amount of customers just lining up to say what a great meal they had. To shake my hand. Look at the amount of amazing reviews that we get on the internet that we didn't ask for. These are empirical evidence that is what gives you real confidence backed by evidence. And on the flip side, obviously, when you have no skills, when you don't have a good product, when you don't have a good service, then you'll definitely deal with a lot of lack of confidence and a lot of warranted imposter syndrome because you really are not good enough. So instead of living in a state of fear, the best thing you can do here is to actually invest in yourself and make yourself better. 
Wow, 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 wow. So those are the four reasons why I believe a lot of people give up. And just as a quick recap, first, they underestimate the true cost of what it really takes to build a real profitable business. Second, they lack grit and cannot suffer through long periods of time under extreme pain without seeing results. And the third thing is that they have a lack of self belief and it shows therefore they don't buy into themselves and people obviously can't buy into them and fourth is that they have warranted imposter syndrome where they actually don't have the skills and therefore don't have the confidence in what they actually do which eventually causes them to fail give up or disappear completely even if they are super smart and creative to begin with And obviously, what I've observed is purely based on my own personal journey, my own encounters and experiences with other business people, hearing their stories and real life experiences. So I hope that you've gained a valuable insight or two. Thank you for spending some time with me today. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. And I hope it inspired you on your journey towards that next level in your business and life. Make sure to check out the description for show notes with a full rundown of all the juicy details and important links that you need. Also, make sure to share this with a friend if you found this useful and subscribe here on Spotify or Apple Podcast. It would genuinely mean the world to me to hear from you. So share a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and let me know which part of this episode resonated with you the most. In case no one's told you lately, you are amazing and absolutely capable of creating the extraordinary life that you dream of and deserve. Now it's time to go out there, do the hard stuff, and let's kill it.